The days of lazy summer are behind us and the chaos of school, lunches, homework, and oh yeah, running a business are in full swing. If you need help implementing a system to keep your house, business, and life running like a well-oiled machine, this episode is for you. My guest today is Heather Steinker, founder and CEO of Chaos and Cookies. This Texas gal loves to help busy mompreneurs stress less and save time through helpful tools and systems to increase productivity in their lives. Not only is it back to school season, it's back to sanity season. Grab your coffee and let's dive in. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I think you're really going to love this episode. You're going to love my guest, Heather, because we are going to jump in to systems and not, I mean, I guess this can be systems in your business, but really we're going to talk about systems in our life so we can alleviate some of the chaos, the daily chaos that I know we all experience. So welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk about I'm excited. all things. Yes. I'm excited <laughs> to have you because when I got an email that you wanted to be on my show, the first thing that popped out to me was the name of your business, Chaos and Cookies. So tell us more (laughs) about what you do. Yeah. So Chaos and Cookies is because that's like my life. I've got three little kids right now. They're seven and a half. They're six and four and three dogs and doing it on my own. So it's, uh, it's chaos. And then I keep my house very clean and tidy and organized for the most part. And, but no matter how like much you clean a surface, there's always crumbs <laughs> lingering always. So that's where it came from. And I am an efficiency expert where I try to get life and business all in order in the most efficient, smartest way. So you can get more done. It makes more sense. And it's just a nice system. Uh, and so chaos coordinating is really what it is. That's awesome. And I'm sure there's a lot of moms listening going, yeah, I need to get my booty in gear and I need to have a system in my life. So I don't feel like I'm pulling out my hair at the end of the day. So how did you get into the coaching space? So I fell into the coaching space because when I was marketing my business, I, well, I was a health and wellness coach first. And I really wanted to help moms on the other side of things too, because when I was working with these women wanting to get healthier and lose weight and start exercising, we had to make some adjustments in their, in their lives to make time for that, make sure that they had the right mindset to put themselves first. And I thought, well, you know, the way, like, I'm never going to get to that laundry. I'm never going to be able to do X, Y, Z. So I really wanted to create something for them that they could feel like an all around wholeness and feel better inside, outside and in their environment. And so when I was health and when I was coaching in the health and wellness space, it morphed into that. And then once I started marketing my, you know, strategies, 
and my systems, then I had those coaches who wanted to start businesses. Like, how can I be more efficient in my business? Cause I can see you're running a business and you're doing all of these things. And I'm not sure how you have time. It's a very common question. That's probably the most popular question I get is how do you do it all? I'm like, Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> now you said something earlier, you mentioned the word laundry, and I believe that you had a viral post and it's yeah. something with folding laundry in your car. So I, I want to hear this story. Please elaborate. Yes. So, okay. So once the pandemic happened, uh, my kid's dad always travels. And so it was just always me. And so when the pandemic happened, we couldn't bring in like the helper that we had, because when you have three kids and uh, I needed help, cause it's just a lot. And there's no reason if you can afford it um, to, to struggle like that. Well, we couldn't bring someone in our home. Then he was here. So then there was no need. And so I had to take on all the things that she was doing, which was my kryptonite laundry. I <laughs> cannot stand laundry. I'm, I, I, I mean, when they're babies, I was better. Cause it was like, Oh, they're teeny tiny, not a lot, all those things, but laundry for some reason, just, I can't ever get done. And so I had to take that on. And so when I finally carved out the time to fold the laundry, I set an alarm on my, on my phone at two 30 to make sure that what, I can stop what I'm doing and go get my kids. Cause wants to forget their kids. And so I was really like in my zone folding laundry. And then the alarm goes off and I'm like, oh man, I'm never going to get this done. I'm going to have to come home and do it, but the kids are going to jump all over my piles and I need to tend to them. And so on my way out the door, I just snagged the basket and took it in the car with me, drove to the carpool lane. And you know, when, when you pick up kids, you, you get there early, right? Cause you're going to wait. And so I folded laundry in my front seat of my car. And by the time I got to the front, I was completely done with folding. And I snapped a photo of me because I usually do like an update in my car for my clients. And they were like, that's genius. I'm like, well, if you're sitting still at home folding laundry and I'm sitting still in my car, might as well do it there. I can listen to a podcast. I'd be scrolling email or social anyway, might as well get something done. And two people stopped me on the way to like the front of the school. Cause you have to check in with the number and everything. And <laughs> they were like, is that your laundry? I was like, <laughs> yes, it is. They're like, I need to tell my wife about this. This is really smart. And then the second person's like, is that your laundry ma'am? I'm like, yes, it is. And she's like, that's such a great idea. Like I never really thought of that. And I'm like, well, if you're on a road trip, I guess you could do it too. I mean, you're sitting there <laughs> and then you, then it's all folded and then the kids can go and put it away when they get home. <laughs> that is hilarious. And I love that story. And I'm sure there was probably other moms in the car rider line, like looking over, like, what's this lady doing in her car? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And, and after I posted, I did a couple of reels and stuff like that. And all of a sudden everyone started reposting it and everyone started, uh, throughout the days, like doing it too. And like, I picked this up from Heather and that's now some of people that follow me, that's the only place they fold laundry is in the carpool lane. So yeah, that is genius. <laughs> <laughs> now I do have um, a question because I'm sure there's a lot of moms listening going, okay, that is like a genius hack, but when they want to put systems in place, where do they 
begin? How do they prioritize like what's important in their business, in their life? Because when I hear the word like set up systems, it sounds great. Yeah. But like, where does a busy mom start? Right. And that's the tricky part because everything's important. I mean, how do you really pick? So there's a, uh, an exercise that my clients will do, whether it's business or home. And I have them list out the three most important things for the day first. Like what's the most important things I need to do today. And that could be, cause those were going to change day to day, but then you need to then list the three, like very important things, which could be anything else. And you have to look at it and strategize on how much time you think it needs. And if it's realistically, uh, if you're realistically able to finish it that day and start that. And the other part of it is to list out the non-negotiable, the thing that makes you, you, the thing that you need, whether that be a cup of coffee, that 15 minute walk, the exercising, and you need to put that in there and keep an eye on it because when you're working through your day and you're working through your most important list, and so you want to get your most important things done. And then those very important things, if they don't get done, those get moved to the next day. So you're not kicking it down and kicking it down. But the one thing is with that non-negotiable, if you see that that is slipping, for instance, when my kids are in school, I drop them off, I come home, I work out and I cannot wait to get back to that routine that was my thing. And so now that has completely slipped because it's summer and, you know, and I haven't had the time they come in every five seconds and I'm more aggravated than anything. And so I just don't do it. So I know for me that my goal when school starts is to get back into that routine and make it work the way it did before. But once you start seeing it slip, you need to then take a minute and be like, okay, I need to reassess. I need to get this back there into my schedule and we need to work it out. So you have to really look at your day. I mean, if there's a doctor's appointment that clearly needs to go on the schedule, if um, you have, you know, a room that you really, really want to clean and that's super like, I really need to get it done, put it on the list. So then that way it is on there and you allow yourself some grace. So that's what I would start with. And when you say put on the list, you're telling these moms to get it out of your head and actually write it down. Cause I think that's one of the hardest things too. Yes. Writing it down. It, it, it commits to paper, uh, your brain, your eyes, you're, you're seeing it and you're committing it to memory. And you're really just, it, it's almost, you know, you, you treat it also like a doctor's appointment. You're going to miss your doctor's appointment. Probably not. So I think the best way is to get it down. You're setting intention And then it's also important once you move past like the first item, you got to cross it off, remove it. Like we're good. We're done. We're leaving it there. We're moving on. And if you didn't get it all done, still like write it down, put it on for tomorrow, move on. You got started. Great. Good job. And you're going to finish it tomorrow or however long it takes. And so really giving yourself some grace and being reasonable with the time, like the amount of time it takes. Because for instance, if I'm going on social media to go do research for, for content, I set, a, like I have a, a fun like hourglass and I have two of them and I set myself a timer and once it's done, it's done. Like I will go down the black hole, like we all will. Right, right. And so keeping a really good 
strict routine helps all things because your kids can see what you're doing and you're setting intentions for yourself, but they're seeing what you're doing. And then they understand that, okay, this is important. So it's like, we need to respect that. And it's also showing that if you have to give it up because something comes up and it's important to your children or someone else that you're also flexible. So it's a, it's a delicate dance. Yeah, it really is. And speaking of delicate dance, we are now transitioning from summertime to school because as this episode airs, we've just started September and a lot of our kiddos are now back in school. Hopefully most of them are back full time, depending on where you live with, you know, the pandemic and everything. So what are like some hacks that you can give to busy moms who are now coming out of the summer chaos They're still feeling overwhelmed, feel like they have to get like a zillion things done. Now it's driving the kids to school, homework, packing lunches, dinners. Give us some hacks and how to maybe set up some systems and how to like simplify our day and really how to like prioritize our day. Sure. So I love this topic because I'm all about saving time and also helping the kids become more self-sufficient too. Uh, I really try to implement that last year. So for me, the first thing is Sundays obviously are the most important days because it's the day before school starts on a Monday and, uh, you know, you're, you're winding down your weekend. And so the first thing, uh, that you can do, it's, it's super clever is those, you know, those shoe racks that you could get like target, they hang from the closet Mm -hmm. rack. You can do like a set of five because there's five days of school and you can go through their drawers or go with them through their drawers and they can pick out what they want to wear every day of the week. And that also will help you plan. Maybe if there's a spirit day or it's a crazy hat day, I don't know, whatever comes up for them, you can plan ahead. So, cause the worst thing is, is you send your kid to school and they're the only one without the hat. And then you're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I missed that email. Oh, you know, so you can plan ahead and not get too reactive, but proactive. And you can use those slots and put the the clothing for every day of the week there. So there's no question on what they're wearing. There's no argument in the morning about what they're going to dress because that's always a battle and they can go grab the clothes that they picked or you picked in that slot. They get dressed. There's one thing that they can do. It's a job for them. They feel proud. You can give them praise. And so you don't have to worry about their clothing for the rest of the week. That's one thing you could do. And you know, the shoes, wherever you put them. The second thing is the lunches. So I try to prep lunches as I go. Typically we pack the same stuff because I mean, we're not going to buy like 16 million snacks and throw it in the bank. Right. Um, so in my pantry, I have like a snack, a snack shelf and it has those like inserts, like the white shelves that you can get like the dollar store. And I pack, I take everything out of cardboard boxes. I try to take everything out of packaging. So it's easy for them to grab. So either depending on your age of your children, you or them could go with their lunchbox into the pantry. And they, you could say, pick two things on this shelf and they can pick it out and put it in there. So they're picking what they want to eat. So they'll eat it. And it's things that you've approved. Or if you're going to go in there, it's easy to grab and see what your inventory is as well. Like I've got pouches, crackers, you know, goldfish, it's all lined up. So they're the little snack packs, right? Mm -hmm. 
And then depending on what you want to make like sandwich wise, I usually will do the night before if it's a sandwich, because I'm not a morning person. I'm just going to be honest. Like, uh, if I don't have to pack a lunch in the morning, I really don't like it. <laughs> right. Um, and another thing too about the school, is, and it could go for any time. Um, I really love a good organized room. Like I'm sitting in my office and there's toys, but you really like, well, you can right now, but for the most part, you really typically can't see them because they're behind those nice cubes. So trying to do, you know, nice decorative functional storage. But if you keep a storage cube in every room, except for your bedroom and maybe the kitchen, right? Because those are distractions when you eat, you can then have them pick it up. Or as you're going around the house, have one central bin, you stick it on the counter and say that bin needs to be emptied before bed, go put your stuff away. And it gives a centralized space. And also if you're going to keep some sort of storage in your home, the most efficient way is to do it by the entrance of the room. Because if you're walking into a room, you won't see it. They see the room, but if they get to play and they take the toys out, when they pick up, it's so much easier to put it away as they walk out the room. So it's just strategically placing things like that and giving them you know, those types of things. Like if you want, after your homework, you can go play, make sure you go pick it up. Those types of things um, really work well. Um, and I guess a bonus tip, a really good game to try with your kids to get them to pick up and not <laughs> you repeat yourself. Uh, Cause I have three of them uh, is you pick a secret in your head. You pick a secret item and you tell them whoever puts the secret item away in the right place first wins. And they don't know what it is. And sometimes I don't know what it is. I mean, I just kind of see who needs the win that day, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> and they will quickly pick up the room and put everything away very quickly to be the winner. And it works really well. <laughs> Maybe we should try this with our husbands too. <laughs> I Right? I mean, re reward them in a way. And I also do it with food. My four-year-old, he was just gollygagging with his burger. And I was like, would you eat already? And I'm like, all right, whoever takes the bite first wins. And it was me and him. And he just... Like he loved it and he just ate it all up. And I was like, that was great. Yep. Yep. Make it yep. fun for him. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a game, but you, you know, I have three kids. So it's like, you still won because you did what I asked you to do. So they get the bonus. Like it's a bonus win yeah. kind of thing. Cause I mean, I'm not about like the all winner mentality. Cause I think there are winners and losers, but with kids, you got to watch that yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your house at least. Well, those are some great tips. Now I do have one last question for you because I know a lot of busy moms struggle with this. How would you coach them or tell them the beginning steps of how to prioritize themselves? Because I think that's something that moms struggle with because we're such givers and nurturers that we forget about ourselves. What's your 100%. advice on that? 100%. And if you, if you don't take care of yourself, and I'm a victim of this too. Sometimes, sometimes I let myself just, I put myself at the bottom and I have to remind myself or I have to check in with a friend and they have to tell me like, no, like you need to make sure that you're taking care of you and it's okay because if you're not good, you can't show up as the best spouse, the best friend, the best employee best mom, you start getting snippy with your kids, you lose your patience and it's nothing they've done. It's just, you are feeling overwhelmed or you're not feeling fulfilled. And 
if you want to be able to give your kids and family members the most love you can, you have to love yourself and feel good because we only put out what we're getting. And if we're not filling ourselves up, we can't fill up others and it's okay. Uh, I, I often say that mom is a title that we wear. It is not who we are. We were individuals before we were married, before we had children, before we went to college, like we had interests, we had fun. We liked to go to concerts. We liked to go to the movies. We like to go on weekend vacations. That doesn't stop because we become moms. Yes, maybe how often it happens, but due to responsibility in life, but that doesn't mean that the desire isn't there and that we don't still like it. And we don't want to lose the person we are because our kids are with us 18 years. Mm-hmm. And 18 years sounds like a long time, but man, like my oldest is going to be eight this year and that's 10 years and there he's out the door. And once they're all out, you're just left with you again. And if you can't keep up with who you are now or who you were, or even who we're becoming, because our interests can change. Then when you get to that point, empty nesting is probably going to be extremely difficult. And then you're losing. Yes. Your kids are leaving. So you, that's our, that's awful. Cause you feel, Oh my gosh, like I don't have anything to do, but if you are being proactive and giving yourself your time, you won't feel as like you're grasping for something to do or someone to care for because you just get to be like, yeah, now I have more time to do more <laughs> of my own stuff. Like I was doing it and it was fun. And now it's time, you know, it switches the mentality a bit because they're not going to be with us all the time. Like we hope they'll come around and right. all those things and, and, you know, raise great human beings, but they're not defining our lives. If they're 18 years of it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So Heather, I think a lot of moms are definitely going to want to connect with you and really get their chaos in order. Okay. So where can our moms connect with you? So I am very active on social, mainly Instagram, um, at Heather Stanker. And also I have an account at chaos and cookies. You find a bunch of, um, I do a lot of fun mom reels. I've, you know, I've poured myself a glass of wine and went in the dryer and closed myself in, like, leave me alone. I need a break. <laughs> like I do some fun stuff that was, you know, tricky. And then also uh, chaosandcookies.com is my website. And I also have a podcast called chaos and cookies podcast. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. I'll make sure that I put everything in the show notes and moms, make sure you connect with Heather and go check out her reels. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.